Hey everybody, welcome to another drive-through rundown. Today we're going to take a look at the anniversary release of War of the Ring 2nd uh, Edition. Now, this is a very, very limited print run that they did. Uh, I believe they sold completely through uh, the allotted run. I think there's a small chance they'll release something uh, of a similar nature, but probably not for some time. You'd have to contact the publisher uh, to be sure. But I kind of wanted to go through this. I've not reviewed this game uh, properly. Um, it is in my top 100. It would. I haven't done a top 100 list in a couple of years, but it would still definitely be in there. Uh, I haven't played it for some time. I actually sold off my normal second edition uh, to help pay for this one. Uh, so let's take a look at this. Well, I'll do kind of an unboxing type of thing. I'll also set up the components. We can take a look at that. I'll kind of talk about the game as I go through it, give you a sense of it you know, a little bit. Uh, I would say definitely go out and pick up second edition. Uh, that does frequently go out of print. So uh, if it's out of print now, I apologize, but it'll come back into print relatively soon soon. Anyway, so this is uh, the box, obviously. And to give you a sense of the box size, I have a, another good size box here. This is Forbidden Stars, uh, about the same size as like Imperial Assault and Star Wars Rebellion and stuff like that. Although Rebellion, I think, is a little bit bigger than this. Uh, so you can see the thickness of the box is about that much more than Forbidden Stars. And it would take, you know, a few of these, maybe like three and a half uh, of these kind of space here. Uh, so it's got a very nice kind of, I guess like a felty kind of thing. I can already see you will need to take a lint brush to this uh, now and then. But let's go ahead and crack open the box top. So now we've got the box top off. I just wanted to sort of make a comment on this. This is pretty thick, uh, but for a box this size, uh, it might be a little bit flimsy. I won't say that it's, I wouldn't give this a knock uh, for being as you know thick as it is. Because as you get boxes bigger and bigger, it's very hard to make you know a big thick box and also have you know be a large box so I would say it's good enough but also if you do get this uh, just be a little bit careful with it you don't have to be too careful and then it says like a magnetic uh, kind of flip top lid here and so we'll open this up and it's got the nice emblem kind of engraved or I guess whatever you call it, engraved on there and so here we can take a look at the uh, some of the painted miniatures and all of these come in this kind of case uh, and I will get these out and kind of show you a little bit later uh, you know, kind of the detail and stuff. But anyway, we can see uh, the Free People's uh, miniatures here in this case. And then we have kind of a insert slash poster that goes in between the two different miniatures. Is there anything on the back here? Oh yeah, there is. It's got sort of a showing of all the different units for uh, the Free People's there. And then we've got now the forces of Mordor here. And these are also in their own little case like that. And there's also, whoops. A, uh, the White King here, and uh, he's uh, he's on his uh, his Drake there, and all the different uh, miniatures there, and you can see them all painted up there. And then we've got a couple of other nice things uh, in here. So here we've got the books, which I will show in a little bit. So let's just take these out, move those to the side, and we've got a nice insert here for. Uh, some of the other miniatures, some of the heroes, I guess, and the specific villains. Uh, and here you've got also the two different decks of cards, the action dice and some of the combat dice and things in there. So I'll move that to the side. And then what is this here? This looks like just another kind of postery type of thing. And on the back here, okay, so it's just kind of the contents of what you would expect and how to organize everything. So that's pretty cool. And then we have Zoom here. These look like charts and rule books, some kind of envelope or something. So we'll take a look and see what that stuff is. And then here we've got another kind of poster thing. And what is this? This is Frodo and uh, his buddy Sam. 
and on the back, okay, it's kind of just a map there. All right, so that shows you what the board is going to look like once you set it up. And then the board itself is also encased in here, and this is a large board. Is there anything underneath here? No, there's not. So I'll kind of get everything set up here and we can take a look uh, in more detail at some of the different components. And before I set up the board, I just want to show you it's actually two pieces of board, which is what the actual second edition comes with. And you can kind of see this here. This is sort of slightly embossed. It's kind of a nice finish to it. And you can see there's a little bit of a sort of a glow there. It's not really bumpy or anything like that. So it's very subtly bumpy. <laughs> uh, but that, that looks very nice. So let's set up the board. Okay, so I'm gonna have to pick the camera because this board is gigantic. Uh, I do have a slight bump in this particular table, so that little gap you see isn't necessarily the fault of the board. I highly doubt it is. Uh, this is a six foot by three foot uh, sort of picnic table kind of thing. And you can see it kind of extends over the edge there, and it's also over the edge down here at the bottom. So that's probably about four feet, maybe not quite. Uh, and then, actually this might be a six by six foot uh, by 30 inch table, I don't remember. So it's a, about three feet or a little bit more than three feet, uh, I guess tall, and then the width of the board is probably about four feet or so, because you can see the edge there. So you do need a good sized table on the board. And it's got all the places for uh, the cards and the different factions as they come into war and stuff. And you've got the cards oops, over there for the free peoples and so on. And then you've got the at war track over here, actually. So uh, let's kind of get some pieces out and start taking a look at them. So here is, I assume, the player aids. We're going to take a look. This is the certificate of authenticity is any kind of collector's thing will have. You can see in my number 535. I don't remember how many they sold, uh, but I thought it was around that number. And here we've got the reference chart here, at least a couple of these. So these are nice sort of linen finish. It looks like they're open up oh, with a nice glossary of terms. I don't think my other edition had that. Uh, player aid here. You can see your roll dice, your fellowship phase, hunt allocation. So you kind of like the fellowship uh, well, might move and then they get hunted and then you kind of go into uh, taking different ac actions with your dice and so on. And you resolve combat with these large forces that will be on the board. And so here's a second player aid. A third player aid because it does play to four players. So I assume there's four of these. So that's really cool. I've not played this with four players. I've only ever played with two. And here we have some of the punch board. So we can punch these out. This looks pretty much identical to what came in the normal second edition. Look at the back of that there. Okay, looks good. That's some more punch board here. Yeah, I think that's all identical. Oh, and here is the bag. This is pretty cool. So you can put a lot of that right in the bag there. And so we'll put that stuff away. Okay, moving along to the next insert here. We can see here we have the different action dice and on your turn you roll these dice and you can take different actions uh, based on what you roll. There's ways to kind of mitigate that dice roll as well. And then you have the combat dice here and you can see you've got black for uh, the forces of Mordor and then the free peoples here. These are kind of nice, it's kind of a frosted, let's see if you can get a good look at that. Sort of a frosted look to those. A little bit too much light on it. Uh, but yeah, these look very, very nice. And then we've got the cards here. These did come in plastic. Uh, and they do make sleeves that are specific for these cards. These are the same size of cards 
that were in second edition, but they seem a little bit nicer from what I remember. Uh, they're kind of, they've got a nice, somewhat loose spine to them, but uh, not too loose. So it's kind of a nice balancing act. So you can certainly shuffle these with ease. And these are the cards you'll get. Uh, you can take actions and play cards as well. And sometimes they have different symbols there, so you require the symbol to play the type of card. And if you play Clash of Cultures, and this is probably one of the reasons I like this game and Clash of Cultures so much, you kind of play for a normal normal action, and then uh, a lot of your combat actions are on the, on the bottom. So you'll have a hand of these kinds of cards, and you'll be kind of forced to choose, like, oh, I can do this now, it's going to help me kind of move around or do something, you know, some kind of cool effect in the, in the game, or I can save this for the upcoming, you know, battle that might happen. And there's cards for both uh, the Free People and uh, Mordor, and I think in this deck there's some cards here. Right, you've got some cards here for the different characters. So you've got Gimli, Son of Gloind, got some different special abilities and some different stats there. Uh, Boromir, Legolas, Gandalf, Strider, or Aragorn, and then uh, different folks like that. Another Gandalf the White, there's Aragorn, Gollum, Saruman, uh, the mouth, mouth of Sauron, and so on. And so this is your fellowship, and this will grow and shrink and separate during the course of the game. Uh, and that's pretty cool. So let's take a look now at some of the minis that are in this particular one. Okay, so I broke out the miniatures for the fellowship here. Here you can see Sam and uh, Frodo, and they're always going to travel together. They will initially have uh, the ring and be the ring bearers. Uh, and you're going to be moving them kind of stealthily throughout the game. So it's kind of sort of like a little bit of Scotland Yard, a little bit of a war game. And then you've got Gollum there. And then you've got Merry and Pippin here. Whoops, he's backwards. He's got his little helmet on, which is pretty cool little effect there. And then you've got here um, Gimli and Gandalf. And then Legolas here. And then Aragorn. And then Boromir here. So those are all pre-painted, which is pretty neat. And I think for a pre-paint job, uh, they do just fine. I might throw a wash on these if I'm feeling frisky, because now that I've started painting, it might be kind of cool to throw a little wash and a little dry brush on there. Uh, but <laughs> we'll see. I'm kind of going over somebody else's work, and if I screw it up, it's not like I can say, hey, send me another one of these, or I can kind of buy another Sam and Frodo. Now here's kind of the evil counterpart uh, to the Fellowship here. Uh, you can see you've got Saruman there, you've got a bunch of the Nazgul, uh, you've got the Witch King and so on there. And so just these all look pretty much the same there. Uh, just decent job for a uh, prepaint. Now let's just take a quick close-up of some of the different uh, shadow forces, the different troops uh, that are in here. I'm not going to go through and set them all up uh, on the board because that would take a year. Uh, but let's take a look, quick look at some of these. And here we can see the Oliphants here. These are pretty nicely done, I think, there. So we take a look at that. You can, kind of, you can see there's a fair amount of detail on these here with the little houses or whatever that are on top there. Yeah, pretty solid paint job on those. And then you've got some of the warriors here. And we can see him here. And I did take a quick glance at these, and it looks like all the figures are in good shape. There's not really any bent poses or anything like that there. So that's these fellas. And here we've got the warg riders here. Let's take a look. I really like these. Look at these. It's really cool. So you can see these guys on their, on their wargs. That's nice. And we'll also take a look at a couple of these different orcs. Uh, over here, these are some of the, the white hand orcs, I believe. Yeah, these are bigger ones there. So those are really nice looking. I like those quite a bit. And there's some of the smaller ones. Take a look at this guy here. See that? It's got his little armor on there. So that's going to look really cool getting all those set up on the board. And now let's take a look at the free peoples here. Uh, you've got much more variety here because it's kind of like all the...
the different folks in the land allying against Sauron. All right, so I just decided to kind of grab one uh, of each of these, uh, you know, the different models that are in there. Uh, and the one nice thing about it is you can see you've got kind of the different sigils on there. So you've got the Gondor sigil, uh, the Rohirrim, uh, and the elves, and so on. So that's pretty cool. You've got the different types of dwarf units here, axes and hammers, and the little bannermen for each of the different sides. Um, so these are these are also well nicely done and just kind of zoom in there in this fella uh, So this is cool. It's got the sigil there and the armor uh, So anyway, I just want to give you a quick kind of overview of all the different minis and just kind of a glance at the paint job That's done. I did notice a couple of th these folks here had slightly bent You can see it's sort of bent there, uh, but that's nothing you can't fix uh, with a little bit of hot water and some cold water and finally, we're going to go ahead and take a look at this sleeve here for a couple of books. So there's a couple of books in here. So we'll take this out, move that to the side, and you can see you've got uh, the rules and then a companion book. So let's crack open uh, the rules first. Okay, so we'll go ahead and crack open the rules. This is a nice hardback. Uh, these pages have a nice texture to them, so it makes it feel fancy. Um, but it, just glancing through the rules, uh, it looks like it's got kind of your, your normal rules that you would normally get with second edition, uh, updated, of course, with all the different graphics and everything for the new minis and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then it's going to, I know the rules, if you've not played, the rules look pretty daunting. There's a lot of setup, uh, that's for sure. You definitely want to set up before hand if you're going to be playing with somebody. Um, but it's pretty well guided. I mean, you roll the dice here, you take the actions uh, based on that, and the player aids give you a good sense of what you can do. This is one of those games where it's, it, the rules are actually pretty simple, but kind of knowing what to do and what's a good idea, what's a bad idea is going to be, you know, how you're going to learn the game. Because uh, this is really the whole game here. You know, you can get new characters, you can muster new units in certain locations on the board, uh, strongholds that you've got, and then you can, you know, take different action cards and do different maybe special abilities, uh, you know, based on the different characters and stuff. And here it gives you kind of a breakdown of the cards. But the gameplay and your decisions are really guided by uh, the cards that you've got as well as the dice that you roll. And the combat uh, works, you know, it's pretty straightforward. You play a combat card, you roll some dice. Uh, the leaders will roll dice as well. Um, let's see what else. That's right, there's different rules for the siege. It's been a while since I played this, because like I said, I got rid of it, because I had to help kind of fund this one. Uh, so you've got some different rules for that. And then, let's see here. Um, the hunt for the ring part here is really the special part of the game because otherwise it's just kind of a big war game with a lot of troops and moving troops around and you know having big combat and all that stuff. Uh, the hunt is is usually how the game's going to end. I've not seen it end um, with a kind of a combat victory um, where you can take over a certain number of locations and so on. Uh, usually either the ring bearers are caught or you know they go all the way through into Mount Doom and throw away the ring into the pit. So, and it looks like this one also has uh, rules for, oh no, that was the other book, I'm sorry. Uh, there's rules for multiplayer, which I said I haven't played. Uh, I've been told you should really just play with two players, but I like Star Wars Rebellion, which I think is analogous to this game. And I think if you enjoy Star Wars Rebellion and you like the theme of Lord of the Rings, uh, then I would definitely pick up the second edition. Uh, so let's take a look at the companion book here. And this is a very, very interesting little book here. Uh, it's got a lot of stuff in here. It's got, it's got strategy and kind of a little bit of you know background information uh, about all the cards and everything. And so... 
this is it's this I'm gonna have a fun just reading this you know so maybe I can be good at the game one day uh, but yeah so it kind of just breaks down all this stuff it's the different cars the characters um, you know defending the West here and, and talking about you know some of the troop movements and the tactical positions and stuff like that um, what's this this gives you kind of an example it looks like uh, how to you know maybe draw armies away from the ring bearers and all that kind of stuff that looks pretty cool uh, what else do we got here unusual openings in war of the ring how to play those strange opening roles as the free peoples this is going to be very very useful i think for folks uh, and maybe hopefully they do publish this uh, book separately because i this looks pretty useful and i did when i was glancing through it earlier it gives you kind of the frequency and the probabilities of uh, the different types of cards and the dice and all that stuff too. So here we go. Uh, character event cards it gives you strong early game, strong mid game, late game. I mean this is just going to be uh, <laughs> almost unfair if somebody reads this and somebody else doesn't. Um, but you can always let your friends borrow it and then they can do it too. Uh, and there was some other stuff in the back here. It looked like there was possibly, yeah, here we go. So there's even some information here about expansion cards and stuff like that. So all this is, is going to be compatible with any of the second edition uh, expansions. I mean, basically the only thing you would need to make it like 100% would be to paint the minis that might come in the different expansions. Because I know I used to have the tree guy, and I never had the lords of the Middle Earth one. But uh, yeah, so this, is, this looks like a pretty cool thing here. So this is Warriors of Middle Earth. Yeah, I didn't get that one because it was uh, that was after I got rid of this. Yeah, I had the Fangorn there. And I had that guy. So this looks pretty cool as well. Anyway, so that's kind of just a rundown of all the basic you know components you're going to get in this game. I'll throw this up. I normally I do like a poll on my Patreon, and uh, sometimes an older game will float to the top. Uh, like last month, I reviewed London from Martin Wallace. So I'll throw this on there and see if folks are actually interested in a review there's tons of videos and good reviews on this game i mean the short and sweet answers i would say definitely look into this uh, i would certainly uh, recommend it. it it is a longer game it's going to take you about three to four hours probably maybe longer your first time uh, but i think it's certainly worth it you can set aside a saturday or something like that and there's a lot of replayability here there's a lot of strategy there's a lot of variability that's going to happen just because the dice can kind of jack you up a little bit uh, you might have the best you know hand to cars but that's part of the fun of kind of puzzling through and figuring out what the best options are uh, in terms of what you're, you're you're dealt and what you've been given uh, it is very thematic if you're a fan of lord of the rings and the hobbit and all that stuff it really uh, brings to life uh, the book and i compare it to star wars rebellion which i think most people are probably familiar with because it's a new game and it was pretty hot last year uh, this is you can kind of play like a what if of the trilogy just similar to star wars rebellion a what if of the original trilogy and you've got sort of the balance between you know units and combat and all this stuff happening on the board versus that real uh, down-to-earth kind of uh, character-driven uh, plot and all that stuff kind of moving the, the uh, ring bears uh, through here down over into hopefully Mount Doom if you're playing the free people and then uh, you know trying to move them in here and then you start moving through these spaces to uh, dump the ring off there uh, so definitely I will uh, maybe review this in the future we'll see but uh, I definitely recommend it if not and there are definitely other reviews on here that are really good so okay thank you